the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Markets continue to roll. How's that? Should I just play a tape from yesterday's first segment? Um, Deja vu all over again. Markets chugged to a new high. Which makes me want to chant, chug, 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 chug. Uh, there's our phallic image of the morning. Hey, train's coming. It's going to a tunnel. I wonder what that means. So markets chug into a new high. Uh, not a care in the world. And I find that kind of disconnected. Because it seems like the world has lots of cares. But it's not just the United States. So you can't just say America is ignoring Trump and what might or might not happen. It's all world markets are chugging. Chugga, 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 chugging. They're all moving higher. So it's more than just, you know, a little paranoia that I think we're disconnected. I got to get over that. I'm sure there's a pill for that. So the question is, when will we get a detour? When will we get a slowdown? When will we get you know, underperformance, and what will that lead to? The prominent train of thought, you catching a theme here today, huh, huh, huh? Chug it along, train of thought. Uh, prominent train of thought right now is the market's due for a pullback because we've been up for seven consecutive sessions. It's a big move, up 2.5%. There's contentions out there that, you know, some recent gains are a byproduct of performance chasing. Uh, I hear stocks are going to go higher, so I want to get into stocks. That kind of mentality. Uh, if we're looking for a 10% up year and we're only up 2.5%, 3%, 4%, on what market you're looking at, well, then we still have a good way to go. So, now, everyone wants a pullback. 
everyone wants to buy cheap. That's one of the problems is that when everyone starts thinking that way, it doesn't necessarily happen as quickly as you want it to. Um, Can we squeeze out some further gains? If there's any pullback, will it be driven by price exhaustion or will it be triggered by something else? There's a lot of talk about interest rates. Um, Some geopolitics. I saw uh, Rex Tillerson uh, meeting with Russia and Russia says, we do not interfere with other countries' politics. It's like, why did you say that if you didn't know? Why did you say that? Uh, and Tillerson's, for his part, saying, you know, hey, if we can find some common ground, we'll find some common ground to work with them. Um, stock market right now is finding some cause. For pause. Uh, yesterday, the House Ways and Means Committee, Chairman Kevin Brady, uh, he's the missing Brady brother, after Greg, Peter, and uh, George, and Ringo. Uh, he maintained that a border adjustment tax will happen as part of a tax reform plan. Uh, I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with the idea of a border tax. So is there a better way to set up a trade agreement without doing a quote-unquote border tax? It seems like there should be. So a lot of retailers are a little bit on the scared side on some of Mr. Brady's assertions about that border adjustment tax cut being part of a tax reform plan. Now, he backed off at it the last second, goes, but, but, but that's just my opinion, that a tax plan has to have the border tax tied towards it. So it's still early. Initial claims for the week ending February 11th increased by just 5,000 first-time unemployment claims. That's a good number. Uh, there was no special factor. We held below 300,000 initial claims for the 102nd straight week. That's phenomenal. So we're not firing people aggressively. Um, But then again, we're also not hiring people aggressively. So the Federal Reserve has something that they call kind of like full employment, and it's feeling like we might be there. So housing starts to decline 2.6% in January. Um, That was after a revision upward for December. So it gives it a little bit of a push. But starts would have increased month over month had um, that first headline been not such a negative when you actually blend the two together. So the true statistic on economic activity is the building permits. Uh, they jumped 4.6% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of about 1.2 million. That was bolstered by a 20% increase in multi-unit permits. Single-family permits fell 2.7%. So when we have building permits, it typically takes six months for permit to be issued, construction guy to go, and he's got other jobs going because he's always trying to, you know, book future jobs. So he gets the permit, starts work four to six months later. Um, he asks for money four to six months later. Latest batch of earnings news hasn't produced any eye-opening developments to upset the market to any great degree. Uh, NetApp had a real strong quarter. Cisco had a nice quarter. Cisco is turning into more of a software-type world. Uh, probably the best comparison that I can give you uh, would be something like an Adobe, where the software subscription business model changed the buy the product and hold on to the product in CD form. Install it on you know your machine yourself. Now it's just download it and, and use it. 
So I think uh, looking at Cisco, pretty nice quarter. Uh, it's tough to say anything other than that. So summing up, the economic data points right now are pointing to growth. There's some inflationary concerns as housing starts, initial claims, and the federal federal Philadelphia Fed index all came in a little bit hotter than expected. Uh, there's some technical resistance as markets are dealing with all-time highs pretty much so consistently. Consistently. Sometimes I wonder what I what did I just say. Um, so we have the S&P 500 opened in the green. It's a little bit in the green, uh, red now. Um, the Dow opened in the green. It's pulled back, but it's not up or it's not good or bad. It is what it is. Charlie Munger, who is uh, one of Warren Buffett's friends, uh, he was in Los Angeles yesterday, and he was talking a little bit about how. Berkshire Hathaway picked up some shares of uh, Apple and airlines. And he said, quite honestly, we changed. We used to say that they were, you know, uh, technology we didn't understand, the valuations of, and airlines we didn't understand why the margins were so low and they couldn't generate any cash. And he said, we see things differently now. They've they've evolved and we've evolved. That's kind of a, a good lesson to learn when it comes to investing, is sometimes you have to mellow, and sometimes you have to... You know, look for things. Uh, now, Charlie Munger is 93 years old, and Warren Buffett's, you know, he's up there. These are two very wise people that when they talk, you kind of pay attention. Uh, Charlie Munger also has one of those weird things. He's got a super big eye and a super small eye. So he's like a, I'll be honest with you, he's like a, a comic book character, an evil mad scientist. Big eye, little eye. It's Dr. Big Eye, Little Eye. So you pay attention to him for sometimes the wrong reasons, but he's one of the greatest investors of all time. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Taking a look at some of the stories out there. Groupon had a really nice quarter. I throw that out there because Groupon's one of those kind of Web 2.0 companies that a lot of people gave up for dead on. I have. I, can't, I don't want to own it. Uh, even though it's making a 52-week high, even though it's kind of like sexy right now, 
I still don't want to own it because I can't, I don't have time to follow it. And it's a great story, but it's not for me. And sometimes you have to know what your limits are when it comes to investing. Kate Spade said that they're considering strategic alternatives. Kate Spade is uh, a purse maker, a handbag maker, a clothing company, a shoe company. And there's challenges right now in malls and luxury retailers as the strong dollar is dampening foreign tourist spending. Um, so you get less bang for your buck if you're a Chinese tourist and you want to buy a Kate Spade bag in Manhattan. Uh, I know that's a real problem. And I hear saying, that's a real problem. Starbucks just debuted ice cream in 100 plus stores. Uh, again, it's a luxury p- scoop per se. And it's kind of makes their coffee even fancier. So I throw that out there because I think it's a smart company. I, I think they get product pretty well. Um, and I think people are pretty addicted to their services. When the coffee's first rate, so is everything else. Snapchat has their IPO kind of figured out pricing-wise. They want to open it somewhere between 14 and 16. Uh, that would give the company a valuation of about 19 to 20 billion. Um, I think it can move much higher because they're issuing very few shares. This may be one of those IPOs when it comes out that, that's a mover and shaker. It looks like it will debut sometime about around March 1. Uh, they've got the young demographics that everyone wants as far as using their product. The problem is their product is easily replicated and, and stolen um, because it's all ideas put into an app, and Facebook has kind of stolen some of the Snapchat-like product called Stories and put them into Instagram. And Facebook doesn't even have the decency to change the name. They just call it Instagram Stories. Um, so that's a bit of a problem. Anyway, let's bring in Tony Mendez, talk a little real estate, uh, Bay Area real estate with Tony Mendez. Joining me now... Tony Mendez talking a little real estate and Tony and I are friends and we go back ways and he does all my mortgage loans and anytime I need to refer someone I know that he gets the job done um, he and I talk on a regular basis and one of our conversations recently was I think you should consider buying or pushing Oakland as the next big thing in large part because of the Google buses because of the Facebook buses it's telling me that people are willing to travel large distances to get to work and they want affordable housing. They also want a party in San Francisco, but they want affordable housing. And I look at the affordable housing of Oakland as attractive compared to San Francisco enormously. And I think the next wave of jobs, maybe it's people getting fired. Maybe it's maybe the jobs won't come. But I think if jobs come, I think, you know, an area like in Oakland will do very, very well. What's your thoughts? Well, the first important thing that you said was it's affordable or more affordable. And the Bay Area, everybody knows the Bay Area is expensive. I mean, median home price is over $500,000. And that pertains to Oakland as well. There's several $500,000 homes plus. Um, but yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people have to start considering places like the East Bay, Oakland, San Leandro, Hayward, Fremont, so on. Well, Fremont, maybe not so much. Their, their median price is over 600000 But it's all about affordability, and people are starting to look at places like Oakland and, and Jacqueline and condos and so forth. There was a big condo rush in Oakland, um, and which has driven the the community there. There's a really nice um, night uh, uh, nightlife in Oakland. You know, the Fox Theaters there, Broadway, Telegraph area is really nice. I'll be and, honest with you. I went to a show. I saw a train, I think it was. Who else have I seen there? You saw the, the girl. What's her name? 
um, pianist. Yeah. What is her name? Uh, 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 uh. That one. That one. Um, long story short, got really drunk. Had a good time. Partied, stayed at a hotel right across from the Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebecca something. Why am I forgetting this? Anyway, neither here nor there. I think it, it's vibrant enough. In Regina. Regina Spector. You're correct. Okay, so different topic. Different topic. Um, and I might have been the only straight male there that night. <laughs> Just so you know. Just so you know. Um, so is there a chance that we're wrong about potentially thinking that the next big thing is Oakland when in reality, like, you mix that with people under 35. They're future home buyers. They're the future jobs that we need to come in and support an area. Again, I own no real estate in Oakland. I'm just, you know, talking this through that I don't think anyone can afford my city. Um, they could afford the outskirts of my city, which I guess maybe that's the outskirts of the San Francisco. Is Oakland. And should people be looking at the outskirts of great cities or should they be looking at Oakland? Oh, uh, I, I would look at, I would, it's all up to, uh, that's a tough question, Rob, because. I know, there's no right answer. There is no right answer. Uh, first time home buyers, especially, are, are getting squeezed. Their rents are going up, home prices are going up, rates are going up, there's no inventory. Right. I mean, what, how, how worse of a scenario can you have? Um, and, and that eventually is going to turn neighborhoods in, in, into better neighborhoods. There's going to be some transitions, and Oakland is one of them in the outlying areas of Oakland, uh, and we're already starting to see that. Um, there was a big condo push like we had talked about, and, and that's revitalizing a lot of the businesses in, in, that are nearby, uh, and that's going to continue spreading. Um, the, the area between Berkeley and Oakland, that's being revitalized, uh, and home prices are going up. Taxes are going up. Uh, revenues from taxes are going up. So it, it, it's a snowball effect, um, so to speak, and in, at the same time, a lot of more people are able to refinance and stay in their home. So um, I like Oakland. I like the East Bay. There's a, This morning, traffic was great. I was okay. able to get up and down 880 at 6 o'clock this morning. That's it rare. Was, it, which is rare. Typically, there's a couch on the road. You know what's funny is I hear, you know, I check the traffic reports and 880 is great. You know, there's always something on 580 or 680 and never on 880. Rarely, except for a, a except for the cow, crack your trailer flipped over into the right, East Bay. I know what you're trying to say, but you know, I, I like the fact that you've changed your. You tune. know that I'm. Oh, you know, I've, you've changed your tune on on East Bay. I'm not. I a, like it. No, I'm. I'm saying you always have to look at the opportunities and trends, and I am fascinated by the millennials because they don't mind smaller spaces. So I think if Oakland hits, I think it will be in the condos and townhouses, which I typically it, it don't. There's so few inventory right now in condos, and, and all of them are expensive. But there's a lot of people that still could be, as you use the word, pushed out. Um, I use the word gentrification. It goes back to my time in New York when I saw Hell's Kitchen go from a rough neighborhood to a lot of yuppies sipping you know, um, grass tea. And I think the same thing happens in Oakland, where yep. the taxes go up. I think people get pushed out. I think the anger that you saw in San Francisco over Google buses, I think, turns into the anger that you'll see in Oakland. Where did we go cold? I thought I had you on hold. Every time I let you leave, I also come back to me. Black now. 800 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. One of the things out there, uh, Tesla. Tesla seems to be, Elon Musk seems to be getting in pretty close with President Trump and Ron Barron. He's famous for buying and holding stocks for a long time. And he thinks Tesla is going to have some pretty big things happening. He thinks that in 2020 we're going to make um, really good investment returns on Tesla. He thinks it could triple by 2025. And by 2030, he thinks it could be another triple. So Ron Barron's one of those guys that if you just Google, he's a billionaire. Um, he's pretty good. Like I'm not going to say he's the end-all, be-all uh, milk chocolate of investors, but he's pretty good. He talked about Tesla, and he said, you know, Tesla's $2 billion acquisition of Solar City makes long-term sense. Uh, he said it comes down to the capacity of the power grid. 40% of the electricity in the United States is used by single-family houses. And if you put a Tesla car in that garage that uses 30% of the electricity of the house... Uh, he sees it just working hand-in-hand beautifully. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Economic data points to a strengthening economy. Technical resistance right now. We've had up days again and again and again and again. So you should feel like you're getting rich if you're looking at your 401k. Everyone should have a 401k, 403, be 457 if it's offered to you. Everyone should save 15% of their salary if you can afford to do that. I know I'm spending your money or I'm saving your money for you, and that's not the easiest thing to do. But you want to start investing early, and a 401k is usually the best way of acting like an adult. Uh, take advantage of company match if they have it. Save 15% of your income. Get your financial order in life. Uh, get your financial life in order uh, and try to avoid tapping into that 401k at all expenses. Uh, if you change jobs, uh, don't cash out the 401k. Take it with you. Roll it over. 401k is just one of those tools that is a great way of saving for retirement. Speaking of which, let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, talk a little financial planning, see if we can get a little more uh, spin, so to speak, on financial planning. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. He is a certified financial planner with newfocusfinancial.com. One of the areas that I don't like talking about is insurance. We know about investments, fun and sexy. We know about taxes, you got to pay them. But insurance is part of the formula in getting to retirement. And I always say insure what you can't afford to lose. But I think a lot of people in the age of 20 to 50, Chad, don't really, all we think about is life insurance or homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance. I think one of the forgotten insurances is like gap insurance. I I know it's like an odd topic to start with, gap insurance. What is gap insurance? Gap insurance is if let's say you you buy a car for 30 grand 
right? And then you turn around and total it. The insurance company says, well, at that time, your value of your car is only $15,000, but you still owe 20 because you took a loan out. You've only paid it. You've, you're, you're paying it down at a lower rate than what the value is depreciating at. So that is a very big risk, especially in the first three years that you buy a car, for example. Which I don't think people think about, and yet I do. I think it's actually a pretty good insurance to get. It is, especially because we also say that you know having the higher deductible insurance typically makes sense. So if you're a person that you're doing things the right way, where you have six to twelve months worth of cash and emergency reserves, if you're a younger person, right, then that means that you're allowed to then go out and get higher deductible auto policies, home policies, health insurance policies, so that your monthly premiums are lower, so that you can save more money in your 401k. But if you're going to do that. Typically, it also means that you need that gap coverage in case you do total your car. Otherwise, you could be out of pocket five to ten thousand dollars to get that replacement. Another yeah. little tip on insurance that I think is important is I've got a friend who lost one hundred and ninety pounds. He lost a human being. I mean, he lost one hundred and ninety pounds. <laughs> I'm like, did you get your health insurance uh, changed? Did you get your um, life insurance changed? Because when he got life insurance as a three hundred, well, I guess three hundred fifty pound man, he was about to die. He was a diabetic. He's actually lost diabetes. He no longer has to take insulin. So he needs to go and have all of his insurance redone. And they will lower your rate, insurance companies. They'll never raise your rate, but they will lower your rate if you do something like lose 20, 30, 40 pounds. Did you know that? No. Yes, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought I had him. It's like... Stump the burden. Let me get an example, too. So people go out and they buy life insurance. Yeah. Okay, and... But when they're doing it, they're they not they not not smoke all the time, but they might have a cigar once in a while or yeah. or dip, you know, chewing tobacco. Right. They get rated as a tobacco user. You can go through a certain period of time with the insurance company and go back and say, I no longer smoke, I no longer chew. Take a physical that proves it, send it in, and they can lower your rates. Okay. And if people bought term insurance like three or four years ago and they're still healthy, they might want to redo that plan because it's cheaper now. Term insurance is a lot cheaper now. There's more people in the business, and insurance companies want the business. Okay, so question your insurance policies every couple of years, especially if you had some life-changing events on the positive. Really, it's 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 almost every year. It's almost okay. like you know, I'll go through and and call uh, cable bill, cell phone company, and say, I'm about ready to leave unless you've got something better to offer me. And every time I do that, every six months, it seems like I get money knocked off my cable bill or my cell phone bill, or I get some sort of incentive or a free upgrade or whatever. You know, you ask for it. They want your business. I always call the insurance company or the cable companies and I'm saying, I'm pretty sure I didn't order Naughty Nurses 3. <laughs> so we have different conversations with the cable companies. Why is my bill $300? And they say, I think you ordered four and five as well, Mr. Black. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I'm guilty. <laughs> um, so some of these insurance issues are, are, are obvious. Some obvious. Some of them are not. Um, I think the one that's also not necessarily obvious for people is disability insurance. You or I have a greater chance of being disabled before we die. Yep. And when you're disabled in your working years, it's financially cr- crushing because you lose your income. So disability insurance is really, really important to consider. Yeah, I mean, and I'm loaded up on it because of what I do for fun. Wakeboard, snowboard, all that kind of stuff. It's more likely that I'll be injured and can't work for a while than than, than die. So, um, And I also have, as a business owner, it's important to have things like overhead policy so that there's, there's key man disability so somebody could replace you if you're gone from your company, but also just overhead disability, which usually lasts for about six months, so it keeps the lights on. It makes the payroll payments while you're not there doing it. You know so, what I mean? Especially if, so So in a key person situation, it's also important to uh So in our coverage. little joint venture, do you have key man on you? I do. I have overhead and key man. Do we have key man on me because I bring in, I'm the rainmaker? 
I don't think you can qualify because of all your ailments. <laughs> what are my ailments? <laughs> okay, Let's we're going to play about that off air. We're going to play Stump the Burton. Stump what was the name of the first vampire to appear in a movie? Dracula. No, it was Nosferatu. Who cares? <laughs> We're playing Stump the Burton. Okay, fine. You can win a Joan Baez album if you want to call in right now. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Stump the Burton. Do you have anything else on insurance that we're missing? Maybe some of the... The finer points? Um, let's see, other types of insurance. No, it, you know, if people will look, if they don't have insurance through their employer, disability insurance, which is very important. We've talked about that before. If you're, like, job hunting and you get two offers, they're pretty close. Take the one that has better disability insurance coverage often because it's okay. expensive. But those that can't afford it could still do something like an AFLAC where it gives them some cash in their pocket if they are injured to help pay the bills over a two- to three-month period. It's still very important to look at, and you can usually pay for that with your um, health savings account or FSA account. Quick answer. Um, when should people consider umbrella insurance? As soon as they have assets outside of retirement accounts. Okay. So as soon as you have equity in your home or uh, you know tax taxable account savings, then you want to look at umbrella insurance. It's cheap. That's certified financial planner Chad Burton. Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Donald Trump this morning tweeted out, Great level of confidence and optimism, even before the tax plan rollout. Stock market hits new high with longest winning streak in decades. He almost he almost has a thing going on like Charlie Sheen. You almost expect him to say winning. Um, Apple winning. announced they're going to big. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, about a second too late there, but still tiny pertinent. Apple has said that they're going to move their big WWDC event to San Jose versus from San Francisco. Maybe it's to be closer to their space-style new Cupertino-based uh, office headquarters that are slated to open up sometime around June. Uh, but that's in the news. Snapchat, uh, their IPO is looking at 14 to $16. Uh, um, I think it's going to be oversold. I think it hits, you know, easily mid-30s when it opens. Uh it makes people lots of money. Lots of money. So, uh, should you buy it? We don't know yet. I have to read the prospectus, the red herring, and the S filings. Um, and then again, it depends on what it opens at. So, uh, But the whole IPO market's kind of looking at them for sure to see kind of like how they're doing. Because uh, last year was a pretty anemic year for IPOs. So, if people can get excited and juiced about IPOs... Uh, maybe you'll see some more come out right after Snap. Anyhow, um, Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. The stock market recently hit record highs, but don't celebrate just yet as retirement is marching ever closer. Most of us have a big fear about what retirement will actually look like. To conquer that fear, you need to take the right steps along the way. Learn winning strategies from me, Rob Black, and certified financial planner Chad Burton at an educational event in Los Gatos on Thursday, March 9th at 630 
We will cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio and break down the 2017 market outlook. You'll also learn how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to minimize tax and retirement, social security strategies, and much, much more. And get estate planning tips for 2017 from attorney Michelle Lerman. That's Thursday, March 9th, 630 to 830 at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com for just $25 or free for KDOW listeners using the promo code RADIO25. That's newfocusfinancial.com, promo code RADIO25. Is there a reason why I'm still awake? And he says, I've got you Com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. 516 1220 Get your calls on the air. Um, earlier in the show, I talked about one of the most important things you could do is honestly open up a 401k if you have it offered to you. I think it should be mandatory uh, as part of work conditions in the United States. Uh, I think people should be forced to save for their income, for their retirement. Um, Social Security is supplemental. It's not going to be enough. You need to add to it. So I think that's important. Very important. Otherwise, you want to work till the day you die. I've got a friend who is visiting her parents right now in Orange County. And essentially, it's kind of a unique scenario. Not terribly unique. I mean, I guess we all know someone like this. It's a mom, dad, and uh, her father's brother is uh, mentally retarded, challenged, whatever the correct word is. So it's basically three people living off the dad's income. And... The mom has had a couple strokes, and she's got a a problem. She likes to buy crap from Amazon that she doesn't need. And then she proceeds to hide it. So the couple has got $55,000 in debt. They've got some savings for retirement, but not much else. And truth be told, he wanted to retire, and he lost his job a couple years ago and took a kind of a year off from work found out when he went back to work finally that rules have changed a bit. He's not going to make as much as he, he used to. So there's oh, there's also a daughter who kind of sponges off the parents who kind of not quite on her own, even though she's pushing 30. Um, and these are all real issues, and this could be you. Um, it could be me. I mean, it's uh, at what point in time do you say you love your kids so much that you have to go out and earn your own money? Or do you keep supporting them even when they're adult children and they're 30 plus years old? Um, so super important that you save for retirement. 
and that you try not to get into a debt issue that's tied towards credit cards. I have credit cards. I use credit cards. I love them for the perks that they offer, um, but I don't carry debt. So not credit card debt. I carry mortgage debt because I love mortgage debt. It's low-cost debt that's tax-efficient and tax-deductible. So you're seeing a lot of analysts right now come out and talk about 2017 and Trump. Uh, The cover of Time Magazine today, not quite as good as the cover of Sports Illustrated, may I be honest with you. That Kate Upton, holy mackerel. Uh... Did she climb up the, uh, the the swimsuit tree and hit every branch on the way down when she fell out? Holy mackerel. Um, so, yeah, so the Trump, the Time Magazine has uh, the first month in office, and it's, it kind of shows Trump sitting inside of a hurricane. And he appears to have a problem with the intelligence agency, that there's starting to leak information on him. And there's a couple things that you never want to do. And Martha Stewart learned this, and I think the very much so the hard way. You don't want to lie to the government, and you don't want to fight the government. Uh, they're government workers. They're, they're paid X amount of dollars. They're not made, paid 10X. They're paid X. They're not super highly rewarded and compensated, so you don't take them off. And the intelligence community, who's got the ability to monitor phone calls and dig up dirt on you, you never want to mess with. Um, if you're ever dating an IRS agent, just when it's over, uh, blame yourself. Never blame that person. Just my opinion. So you're, you're hearing a lot of people right now come out with analysis of 2017 and what businesses should look like. Uh, there's a prospect of a lot of deregulation, and there's a prospect of lower taxes, significantly lower taxes. To the tune of some corporations are paying 35%, maybe they get down to 15%. Now, some people in the Trump administration have said, well, to fund that, we're going to have to tax stuff coming into the country. Quote, unquote, said border tax. And I would hope that it's more trade packs put in place, maybe refined. Uh, The art of the deal versus... You know, just a blind tax. But that's just me being kind of, I guess you could probably say naive. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I think deregulation taxes drive the market higher if they come to fruition. If not, it could become a problem. Um, Alan Greenspan's out there today. And he says the U.S. cannot afford to spend on infrastructure like it wants to because it's not on the gold standard. That's going to be something that Donald Trump finds out very soon, is that, yes, we want to improve all our bridges and our airports and our roads, but it ain't going to be cheap. And how much debt can we create and withstand? Uh, So I think we've reached a level of extreme indebtedness, and I think it's a problem. Um, It's a problem that we keep kicking down the road, so to speak. U.S. weekly jobless claims rose less than expected. Again, labor markets at or close to full employment, that's a plus. Housing starts were good, showing you that there's demand for housing. Housing recovery is still very much so alive. Uh, Delta Airlines just gave employees another billion dollars in profit sharing. 
airlines are doing fantastic. Cisco helps extend Wall Street's streak of record highs. Do we close at record high today? Man, it, I'm getting it's, I'm getting used to them, and that's a problem. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.